supplemental. Hey, everybody. Oh, everyone, you're all like, what's going on? It's not the next month yet. It's not time for the next episode. Oh, well. Actually, it is, but it's not a full episode. Of course, this is bonus Bonus content. Yes, this is Doom Thug's Captain's Log Supplemental. Uh, This will be the bonus content that we bring to you whenever we feel like it. Oh, how much do we get a month? Not Not of your concern. Oh, when's it coming out? Don't worry about it. You're subscribed to the podcast and your podcast app of choice. When it comes, you'll get it. It's a nice surprise for you. For free. So stop asking so much for me, who's doing the best he can, and is a really good guy, and the best guy. Um... Yeah, so, you know, from listening to the show, we've been talk- kicking around the idea of doing some sort of bonus content for you, the at-home listener, and I gotta tell you, there was a deluge of cards and letters demanding more content, like, oh, we miss you, the weekly show, oh, oh, we don't care about your personal life or your schedule, give us the content, well... Let's meet in the middle, shall we, okay? So we're still going monthly, but we're going to have some bonus episodes peppered in. And the first bonus episode is an awesome one. Uh, Our dear friend Harrison uh, has an interview coming up uh, after the I'm Done Talking. Harrison's going to take over, and we're going to listen to his interview with Seahorses Forever, Jake and Josh from the band, Seahorses Forever, of course, uh, plugging their debut album their awesome debut album bloodbath and beyond that you can be found on all the you know major streaming services maybe the minor ones too you can find it it's out there it's fucking awesome it's worth your time uh josh is the composer of the doom thugs theme song that you love so much that we all love uh but you'll hear it in the interview just wait a minute then you're gonna hit the interview and you're gonna get all the information Jake and Josh are both funny as fuck, uh, wild men. Uh, I'm sad I couldn't sit in on this interview, um, but I couldn't. But that just means we have to have him back again. Um, so yeah, so listen to the episode and then stick around after the interview, which is about a half an hour, and you'll hear a song from the debut album. Uh, what song are we going to listen to, folks? We're going to listen to Salman Rushdie's Early Bird Special. That's coming up after the interview. And let me tell you, folks, this song whips ass. This album fucking rips. These guys are very talented, and we thank them for giving us the rub for coming on the Doom Thugs bonus material section. And thank you so much for listening and I uh, hope you guys are doing well out there, you know, strange times. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to get into how I really feel about everything because it's depressing. So I'm going to put on a happy face and say, positivity, everything's going well. The idiots aren't running this shit. We're not held prisoner by dumb fucks. And it's not going to be like this every day for our entire lives with maybe two or three very small periods of time jammed in where things seem like they're getting better. Uh, So yeah, enjoy the interview with uh, Harrison and Seahorse Forever. Thank you, Harrison. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Josh. You guys are great. Seahorse Forever, Bloodbath and Beyond. Check it out. 
Hey everybody, welcome to this Doom Thugs monthly quarantine special. I am Harrison, and today what we're doing is we are interviewing the band Seahorses Forever. Um, just to give you a little context, one of the band members of Seahorses Forever you'll be hearing from in a second, his name is Josh. He wrote the Doom Thugs theme song that you love. So that's fun. Uh, the other member that you're going to be talking to or you know, hearing from is Jake. Uh, Jake and I go way back to college days. So do I, the same with Josh. But um, just, you know, this is a little quarantine special. We know you're all at home. You get a little stir crazy, a little restless. So, you know, we thought we would uh, make some additional content for you. So why don't we bring these guys in? Uh, Josh and Jake, say hello. Hello. Hi there. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Fantastic. That's great to hear. So, Josh, I want to start with you. Um, because our Doom Thugs theme song is so amazing. And I know it's been a few years since you created it, but when we first introduced that theme song, people <laughs> really loved it. I mean, that's probably oh, like one of the most iconic parts of our um podcast. Oh, well, thank you so much. I mean, I think uh I don't even remember making that song. I just heard it again recently. I was like, oh yeah, I made that for Harrison. What did I charge him? Oh yeah, Godzilla comic book. That's all I got in exchange for making that. <laughs> yeah. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I, I reached out to Josh. Awesome. I said, Josh, can you make it? Because up until that point in the Doom Thugs podcast, we were using random licensed songs, like, you know, just whatever song on somebody's phone or iTunes that they wanted to play. That's what we entered the show with. So I asked you, Josh, to make a make a song, and all you charged me was you said, Can you buy me a comic book? And I said what comic book and you said godzilla and i said holy shit i have that i'm just going to send it to you Godzilla, godzilla the half century war it's a very good comic I, book i love me some gojira and godzuki you know and then, uh, fun uh, fact, godzilla and i have the same birthday oh yeah november what's that 3rd. november 3rd baby there you go so I then um uh jake jake and i go back because we were we were friends in college and even our freshman year uh we were roommates uh, oh, and bless your heart, Harrison. My God, bless you. You were doing God's work being my roommate. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I mean, funny, I, gave actually, you some, I gave you some shit too. I mean, I remember like there was a several week period where uh, I couldn't stop snoring, and uh, I think that ruined your psyche a little bit. Well, I mean, Harrison, I just I can't ever stop making noises, so I think that that kind of frustrated you a little bit. I, I I'm always just making noise. They're always just making noises. You know what's fun uh, is Harrison and I were in a sketch comedy troupe with Josh's older brother, yes. uh, Zach. And uh, that's, I mean. That's the other connection was... is that, um, Josh, we know you because your brother Zach was in the same class as um, Jake and I in college. Y'all's got educated together. That's true. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, let's let's talk about what you guys are actually here for. So you guys are in a band called Seahorses Forever, and you just dropped your debut album, Bloodbath and Beyond. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and Big time. And it is on Spotify, Apple Music, and Bandcamp, right? It's and, everywhere. And Amazon. And, We're gonna be on Napster, baby. Yeah. <laughs> kid Dora too. Out with it. Now he's gone to the Lord, and he's a born again Christian. That's what Napster is. But we're gonna be on MySpace. <laughs> nice. You guys gonna be on MySpace too? Oh, um, if, like if it still exists, then yeah. I mean, it, it'll it'll get there because 
Josh, what did we, we, we what was that pro? We released it ever the CD baby. We released it everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I released it through uh, that one platform, TuneCore, and they pretty uh, much for a fee go, boom, we'll give it to everyone. And they uh, certainly are doing their damnedest. Yeah, but <laughs> let's yeah. let's talk about the band a little bit. How would you guys describe yourselves as a as an outfit, as a band? Sexy. All right, Josh, you go first because I, I mean, I, I got a few, th- but you go first. Oh, we'll, 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 we'll bring it back. We first started just Jake and I. I'd be on the synthesizer, and Jake would be on stage. The first time we ever performed, we prevent, we put uh, Jake in a like a like a tight leather pants with a big cucumber in his pants, and and like gray hairs. Well, I, kept, was... I kept calling him Uncle Jake the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, because here, actually, it's it's we started off at comedy clubs, and then we switched yeah. over. Uh, to uh, to music venues, we pl- we played at the whiskey, but like the whiskey a go go. We had a that was a, we had a pay to play, you know. Yeah, that, like that's what whiskey a go go is today. Yeah, yeah. And then we, uh, we and then, over, yeah, it was just a liner, five star bar. Yeah, it's it's a it's a funny it's a funny. We started off with two songs, and we would go around the comedy clubs, and then Josh like moved. Uh, he moved away, then moved back to Long Beach, and when he moved back to Long Beach, we we completed like like ten songs. We uh, yeah, yeah. And the album itself is eighteen tracks, yeah. which is pretty long. Yeah, it's eighteen. Uh, it's... The, the album again is called Bloodbath and Beyond. Yes, yeah. forever. The album's eighteen tracks long, and the the but, whole album. Like, uh, if you, let me let me let me ask the question again. If you guys or no, I want um if if you guys were to compare yourselves to some other bands. Oh yeah, um, uh, who would you compare yourself to? Uh, there's a little Nine Inch Nails in there. There's a little Frank Zappa in there. A little Billy Joel in there. A little uh, Nine Inch Nails. A little Beastie Boys. You know what? <laughs> if you were to take, if you guys should look up the band Faith No More. All right, you, yeah, should, yeah. If you, you take the you take Faith No More. You put you put them up on stage with Billy Joel. All right, in the back of a in the back of an exercise gym while you're drinking martinis, and that's our that's our album. No, and then you grab Old okay. Dirty Bastard from the Wu-Tang Clan and get him hyped up on something and then have him do some stage dancing. That then that's a little flavor to that sort Josh, w- Josh. Josh, okay, what did wait. your friend Josh, your friend Sky had a great uh uh description of 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 our music. I I do you remember what what that was? Oh, uh, no, but it was probably both an honor and also it was shameful. Like, <laughs> it was like if Robert Goulet got caught in the bad side of, of the right side of town or I don't know. Oh That's yeah. I can't it. remember. That was years ago when I got that. No, the, the best compliment I ever got after the show was uh, a lady went up to me and she goes, your keyboard playing reminds me of final fantasy seven. And I just said, excuse me. And then I proceeded to walk outside and projectile vomit everywhere. It was too much of a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you start off your two person outfit. Where do you go from there? Oh, eventually uh, we got our drummer well, uh, Larry, but then uh, he eventually ended up leaving the band. There were other well, issues. Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, we, I, cool I was bartending at at this place in downtown LA, uh, and I uh, knew a guy who was a drummer, worked with me there, ended up uh, uh, being our first drummer. Uh, left the band. We got a new drummer actually to to record the album with. Shout out to Drew. Uh, we yeah we for for like a year we just played the two of us without literally like Josh on stage with the piano and me to the side of him. It was like you know I was like it Simon was good. it was it like was Simon Garfunkel though at the moment. And then once we got that drum involved, then it became more like Simon Garfunkel on crack. Sorry, what what was that about crack? <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel on crack. 
You got some crack? <laughs> That's when we were in the comedy clubs before Larry. We're in a oh, sorry. Club? I, didn't, I don't mean to mention his name. Sorry. <laughs> John Cena? It's okay. The musical. All right. All right. So, so you're a two-person outfit. You have a couple songs, and then you get the drummer, and now you have like 10 songs. At what point did you guys say, let's put together an album? So we have so so at that same bar that I where I met the first drummer. Uh, there's our guitarist named Scott, and uh, so so uh, Scott and I Scotty. introduced Scott to Josh, and uh, and Josh take it from there. Well, we fell in love immediately. What can I say? Um, well, we got to playing, and then eventually we were like, we got to lay this shit down and actually record. So I think the first place we started to try to try to record at was uh, was like I'll make it happen or something in DTLA. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. We tried. Oh my god. This, should we talk about the mountain tweaker, Josh? Or no? Not yet. Or not ever. He was. Uh, I mean, was at some point though. you have to talk about that now since you brought up the phrase mountain tweaker. All right. Yeah. This dude yeah. just like was this like shaggy dude who who was trying to run both like. A, a, a music production company and a store where he where he sold in like a, just like a fucking music store where he sold instruments like, it literally like every day he would just stare at the computer screen and do nothing like not I even would, we would drive, i would drive down like 45 minutes from long beach to go uh try to record with him and then eventually it just became a big waste of time and we said you know what uh let's just take the files yeah, do this on their own we'll, we'll cut it from there and we ended up well, Josh, with... you got to describe your your apartment is is i mean really where we recorded the album Oh, well, eventually, once we went to another producer and he couldn't do it, after producer, after producer, after producer, we were like, fuck it, we're going to do it to our own. Can we, can we say that as a podcast? Yep. So fuck it. So fuck it, we said. <laughs> and we, I just, uh, we ended up building the studio in my apartment in Long Beach. And uh, yeah, the, awesome. the apartment complex is called the, the Seaport Village. And I probably vocals should. Vocals were in the coat room. Vocals were in the coat rack. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like that's a classic. A, like, you either room. hear, like, that the vocals are in the closet or they're in the shower. Oh, they were in the, they well, were, you know, it was underneath the stairs. It was underneath the stairs. A closet Beautiful. under the stairs was the mic booth. But I, I really love hearing that you guys were like, you know, eventually said, fuck it. We're going to do it ourselves. I feel yeah, like cause nobody really got, when it comes down to it, it's Josh and I were just making each other laugh in his apartment a couple years ago, playing a bunch of songs. And, and we were like, you know what? These are actually really fucking catchy and yeah. we should probably like, keep going you know build well, it up thing, a little bit one thing i wanted to talk to you guys about and um is josh your your musical uh talent is just I off the freaking charts you stop that uh, and i was just wondering about like um you know the history of you uh being a musician and uh your songwriting process well, I started in the womb making beats on my mother's telly belly. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, I was birthed into this world, hitting the umbilical cord like a, some sort of big, heavy bass string. I was cut loose onto that piano around four or five, learned a couple of diddle-doodles, and then eventually went a little insane and used the piano to cope with all my insanity. <laughs> uh, years later, I had a brain surgery, something called Chiari affirmation in my head. And the only way that I would really cope with the pain, besides all the pills, was um, just know the going on that piano and being creative. And uh, yeah, I play the piano, guitar, I do a little bit of drums, I do a lot of mixing, you know, mastering, you know, you want to make a song, I'll make you a song. Play the Doom Dogs, hit it. Boom, boom, boom. I'm on a rant. I'm on a, I'm on that bottom. No, no, it's great. It's great. It's great. I, I, I remember hanging out with you one time and you just sat down at the, um, piano or keyboard you had and you just within like 
30 seconds, came up with a full two-minute song. And I oh, said, yeah. is that a song that you've been practicing? And you said, I no, I just came up with that. Does that make sense in, uh, in time-wise? It came up with a two-minute song in 30 seconds? Wouldn't it take no, no, two no, you to make a two-minute song? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying you sat down, and like 30 seconds later, you just busted out a two-minute song. Oh, that's fun. That's when the demons rage. Yeah. They speak through my fingers, dip into my phalanges, and then excrete. Is the, the songwriting process um, just like, you know, you sit down and start jamming, and then you just, like, what, Jake starts trying to make you laugh with the lyrics? Yeah, a lot, a lot of work? times, uh, for a couple songs of the album, Jake would just sing me a song like, hey, hey Josh, Josh, and uh, one of those glorified voice messages that Apple produces, he would be like, hey, Josh, what do you think of this one? It's a golfing man's day today. And I'd be like, all right, fine. I'll go on the piano. I'm making a song. And then I'd send it to him. like, Josh, we got to flesh it out. I'd come up with a, you know, a couple choruses. Uh, there's, ba- there's basically like, I think there's six songs on the album that started off with like just a, kind of a silly hum uh, that I, you know, I, I don't know. I just, oh, you chorus and I sent it to Josh to, 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 Really like make into an actual song. Uh, <laughs> yeah, GDSOV is all Jake. I was like, Jake, just go to the booth downstairs. Well, I mean, but lyrically, I mean, lyrically, like, like you know, girl and potential. We we th- that was like every other lyric. We were just spit. I mean, we you know we spitballed a lot of spitballs. Yeah, that's great. I mean, honestly, like, um, and then did you guys like realize why you're putting together the album? Like the high energy of it made it like a perfect exercising album. Okay. And that's, and that's something that seriously, and, then, that. and there happens to be a lot of songs there, by the way, that like uh, inadvertently are like songs to like clean up. Like, like we mentioned, it's, it's all about Corona and COVID actually, but inadvertently, I mean, unintentionally. But yeah. But it, like, there's a cleaning up day song. Like you're telling people how to clean up properly. The end of the first right. song, uh, Salmon Rested, we'd say, wash your hands at the end of it. Wash over your and over hands. Again. <laughs> like, that just happened. To, like, we, I mean, we released it on 420 in the middle of this friggin' pandemic. And, like, we just happened to, like, our songs remind, like, when we were listening to it, it reminded it. We, we were like, oh my God, wait. We were, we were, we were singing about this before it happened. Yeah. That's awesome. That's like, that's like such great cosmic timing. That you know when you finally release the album. It's, oh, by yeah. the way, uh, oh, well, yeah, the so a couple like twenty twenty. Two, two, two years ago, uh, I was bartending in uh, downtown LA, uh, and and one of the one of the regulars, I, I played it like uh, it was an, it was empty bar. He was the only one there, and I played. It, and he was like, "Holy shit, I could bicycle ride it. Like I could I could cycle to this. This is awesome." Yeah, music for and riding it, uphill too. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, and and. and uh, and you think about it, it is. It's like it's it's actually like an endurance. It's endurance music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's it's, like it's, every I, other like verse, and like it's a lot of synthesizers, a lot of like like the drummer and the guitar player and mine. We're all in the metal. Jake's a lot of into Billy Joel, so am I too. So we're like, let's like mix it and, 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 and and a lot of and a lot of other stuff too. Yeah, but, too uh, but yeah, like yeah, a lot of. Love, love my lounge. Love my lounge. Love yeah. my Mike Patton. Love my, love my, my, love my Les Claypool. Love my, love my Tom Waits. Love my, love my, love my, love my. To me, to me, it almost reminded me of a um, mashup album by, like, say, Girl Talk, in the sense oh, that I there's a lot it. of chaos, but there's, um, there's energy in the chaos, yeah. and it's you can really feel that in the music. Confusion. 
Yeah. Shocking to the touch. I'm charged up from you. <laughs> yeah. Don't you tell me uh, about so my business again. So. <laughs> oh, your toothbrush. It's my toothbrush. It's my toothbrush. If, if somebody is listening to this uh, interview and they, they want to dip their toes in the world of Seahorse Forever, what would you oh. say is the best song to listen to first off the album? I say girl. Oh. He says, "Girl, I don't even know, man. I mean, first, I mean, you should listen to the first song on the album, which is yeah, the first song. Why not? Yeah, you yeah, know what? Exactly. Don't exactly. read it like a book. Fun fact: the last song on the album was actually the very first song we ever made. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was just like it's a long song. I think it's the longest on the album, and it was it's, just. Like, uh, I think cleaning up day, cleaning up day might. Yeah, it might be. I think it's yeah. yeah. I think, I think yeah, right. listen, we would take that last song. We, we would, that would be we that would be what we would go on to like play at the comedy store or the Ha Ha Cafe, and we yeah, would we begin with that and Girl. That one and Girl were our first two songs. After, yeah, yeah, we just wanted that first song to really hit every level. So it's it's a bit of like a huge diversity in that song. But uh, as far as first songs, you know, you know, I've been uh, some people. Yeah, go, go with Girl. Fuck it, go with Girl or Salmon Rusty. I mean, really personally. Special. I like yeah, sound. personally, I if I'm going to listen to an album, I'll just listen to it straight through. But I know yeah, there are that's how you like, should do it. That because we that's how we, I mean, you know, just the, with the order too. It's you, you kind of <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's you wake up, you start your day, play a little golf maybe, or yeah, <laughs> have I was a snack, actually, and then you clean up, and, <laughs> and then you you know, I was just on Spotify and I was looking at like as we're, we've been on it for like a week now. And uh, I was. It shows the top five most played songs, and number one right now on Spotify is "Snack Time." Is it really? That's yeah. That's. I really, did not know that. I yeah. did not know that. We're all learning. That's that. great. I was. You gonna... know, it's it's we. They're like commercial songs too. If there's any like commercial <laughs> uh, commercial uh, directors out there who 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 need uh, songs for their friggin' music supervisors, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Music supervisors. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of the uh, Doom Thugs audience is based on the East Coast. How can East. they stay in touch? Co- stay in touch with the Seahorses' experience, or like, um, are you guys planning on doing anything like, uh, uh, like an ma- Instagram live concert? Uh, we have our main we should- website that we're going to eventually put merchandise, like T-shirts and thongs with Jake's face on it. But, you uh, said condoms. I thought. I thought you said condoms. Oh, condoms too. Condoms, thongs. Why not even wear a mask on your girlfriend of Jake's face so it's like you're making love to Jake? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's options. Options. But right yep. now, Yo, we're masks, uh, fine uh, Jake, on Jake's mask with zippers. But by the way, there's also you got to go to our Instagram because we're always yeah. posting some fun videos with our music uh, behind it. So you got to go to seahorses underscore the number four underscore ever. Yep, and we'll link that. Again, um, that is seahorses yep. at wait at seahorses underscore four underscore ever. One thing I noticed about you guys having a um album on Spotify is now you can make Instagram stories with your own music in it. Oh, using the, spot, the uh, music. yeah, that that's got to be a great feeling. Yeah, oh, it, I mean, the, yeah, just to be able to just well, song is pretty. It's pretty chilling. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. You get your yeah, same room. I saw the other day, and I caught this like the tip of my dick got struck by lightning. Feeling, you know, I was like, oh, <laughs> take it easy, take it easy there. <laughs> you take it easy, Mister. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, <God. laughs> hey, Grandma. 
<laughs> Ooh, wait, wait. Now let's talk about that for a second. That was a cover song that we always did live that we did. Oh, well, yeah, there's put one on the song. Album. Yeah, that song you got the way for the sequel album for. It was called Grandma, and it was pretty much amazing. It ended with a whole Mega Man break from like Nintendo days. Like, you know, Dr. Let's Wonder. tease them. Let's tease them with it. You could look up on, uh, you can look <laughs> up the frogs. Time? Look up the frogs, and it's a song called Grandma in the Corner with a Penis in Her Hand. Oh, yeah. So that song is very slow. And we covered that. Like, we can cover that and make it real fast and end it with Mega Man. And that's what we did. But nice. you're not going to hear that on the album. So I know that you guys uh, have done a lot of stage shows in LA and in the comedy clubs. Uh, any like funny stories from those times? Oh, God. Yes. Wait, <laughs> just immediately, like, my, my, my favorite one is that our equipment uh, went out uh, at the end of, uh, in the mid- basically middle of the song potential. Uh, our, our equipment completely went out. Uh, in the comedy store in the main room, and uh, yeah, the, the the synthesizer glitched and it started yeah. holding down the note. I had to oh, hold on, hold on, because I'm right. let me tell the story. Yes, it, like, it, it went off for a good for a solid ten seconds, like you could count it. And actually, Harrison, our buddy, our buddy uh, Dave was in the audience, and he was it, like just lose, like couldn't breathe because he was laughing so hard because like you could tell something was something was not was not a foot, you know. But but uh, Josh stealthily brilliantly turned the piano back the keyboard back on we literally started right where we left off like nothing happened it was awesome that's great that's a lot of fun you're like yeah <laughs> then it would just could go into the song <laughs> we stared at each other and we knew was that, a, like we we, we, was we a, knew that it was yeah sorry go on I was gonna say, when, when was your birthday when we we were all so drunk I don't even that remember. That was a bad one. Sure. No, no, that was a bad one. That was oh, a bad no, one. I just remember Scott being the one who was on more drugs than all of us. Like, hey, he comes over. He's like, you got to wake up. I'm in the corner just yelling, quigly, quigly, quigly. That's my cat, money. And I kept, I kept screaming for quigly. And you know what? We went on stage, and I don't remember anything. But we went on stage. That wasn't a good story. Jake, what? It, no, it was ultimately, like, it's just an interesting, like, the, the fact that we literally just did comedy clubs for like a year and then like we then turned it into a real band venues. and then we just did music uh clubs after that oh. we did a wedding we played a wedding once that's great wedding. Tom wedding. Ray, shout out to them tom and ray thomas lee who does brilliant artwork for us by the way because well, oh, yeah. there's wait a second harrison harrison yeah. you you helped write a little bit for uh you you helped write a, a like two ep- or an episode a pilot for 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 a, a potential Seahorses TV show, uh, series. That's oh, true. Um, the the boy comic. Well, I the boys the contacted me to write an issue of a comic book where you guys are um, it's fictionalized versions of yourselves, and you're trying to be a babysitter's outfit. Oh um, yeah, the, the Seahorses babysitters. That. Yeah, the babysitters. Go. The uh, but we veered away. Yeah, the uh, the we would we would break into the parent teacher conference and like you know. It would sing really like, good, uh, like you know, like lessons to children. It's just yeah. very aggressive. Well, the right, the part right. of my issue was that you broke, you uh, burst into the PTA, um, created a scene, and then one of the parents hired you to cure their child's fear of the boogeyman. And the right. way you wanted to solve that problem was, um, I think it's called immersive therapy, where you dress up like the boogeyman and try to scare the child into not being scared of the boogeyman. Right, Josh Harrison wrote the comic version of it. And I I uh, wrote the uh, wrote a script version of his comic. Well, look at you two working together. Yeah, 
making me just blush. One thing blush. I, I wanted to ask, um, I seem to remember, I have this like inkling of a remembrance that before Seahorses, you guys did a thing called uh, The Redneck and the Rabbi? Oh, no, that was well, Jake. I, Jake, you my, take that my over. Buddy, my, my buddy Marcus and I, well, yeah, because you, you asked Josh about his, his uh, ability before. I, I'd like to just clear, clear a, a few things up, too. I, uh, <laughs> I was in a, a, a musical comedy duo called A Rabbi and a Hillbilly. Okay. Uh, with my with 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 a buddy of mine and uh and yeah yeah and it was we it was he literally played on the banjo and i did what i did for seahorses but but uh with 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 rabbi and a hillbilly and uh we he didn't sing i was the only one who sang in that one i kind of he the the hillbilly didn't sing he was a mute music video online for them we actually (laughs) took dude here's the thing my my buddy uh uh mjp uh, does he, uh, he asked me to take the video down. You can't find it anymore, man. I had to delete it because here's the thing. He's, um, he's like a, like an actor and, and this was the height of the me too movement. And he was like, Jake, oh, no. he's like, Jake, oh, you no. got to take, you got to take that video down, man. And I was like, okay. Oh, uh, well, so, you know, he had to take it down. Cause the whole song was called put it in her tuchus. That was, that was, <laughs> it was also called put it in her tuchus. It was, it was also, okay. <laughs> which, uh, Josh, you were always a you were always a big fan of actually. I filmed some of that video. <laughs> yes, you did. Josh was the oh my god, Josh was ha- DP for half of it. My god, we went to we went to Vegas. I can't believe we. It's such a bummer that people can't see it. Uh, it's, it's let's stop talking. About it it. kind of lives on. Uh, Seahorses songs. We end one of the songs by saying "Put it in our tuchus." I think that's that true. Snow, snow people. people at the, the end of Snow, snow people. people ends with okay. "Put it in our tuchus." I do feel it, a little embarrassed because I thought that was you and Josh, but I, I, now that you're saying that you have a little um, uh, Easter egg of it in your album, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah At the end of Snow People, there. there's, there's, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we're gonna wrap this up. It was a lot of fun talking to you, and I'm really proud of you guys for dropping this album. It's, I loved every minute of it. Um, I, <laughs> I used it when I was out jogging. I listened to it. It's perfect jogging music, perfect running music. Uh, really Thank proud you. of you guys. I really hope you guys can um. Keep pushing for the momentum of like getting people to listen to this album. I think you I, know, Harrison. Harrison, thank you very much. And we're it's everywhere, guys. It's iTunes, Spotify, yep. Pandora, YouTube yep. Music, and check out uh, Seahorse Forever on Instagram. And our buddy Thomas Lee has amazing artwork. And our buddy uh, Scott Epso, uh, amazing guitarist. Uh, check out his shit as well. Okay. Well, Josh recently Jake- created a. We just recently created a new Facebook page as well. That's uh, at Seahorses Forever Music. You know how you could do that ampersand thing to connect to a page and whatnot. Yep. All right. But uh, yeah, we're, uh, well, we're thank, thank you, you so, so much for having for, us uh, on. No Thanks, problem. Man. Thank you. Uh, really appreciate it. Again, the band is Seahorses Forever. The album is Bloodbath and Beyond, and you can find that on basically any platform. And if you really like it, I would suggest dropping them some uh, some dosh and buying it on Bandcamp. Real, real quick, real quick. There's a little Easter egg in fun facts because we got our name from drinking do uh, the drinking out of cups, uh, which was a a very fun YouTube video yeah, with the, the lizard, lizard on acid. Yeah, the, yeah. Oh, William Lynch and uh, and yeah, uh, it's on YouTube. And 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 at the very last bit of it is Seahorses Forever, and we. You know, yeah, was that like, was the name. There. That's the name of the band right there, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. All uh, right. And then, uh, everybody uh, out there listening, um, be on the lookout for more Doom Thugs quarantine midi sods or whatever we're going to call this. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Hell yeah. Yes.
had some chores that I wasn't gonna do anyway. What does it look like he's got a list of chores to do? Had a glass of scotch and just my crotch and start off the day. Well then, early bird. Smoke a dab, roll a blunt, and I'm off on my way.